got friends, only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I've been reading all the war. And I've been shutting out the stars. Yeah, cause when it rain, then it pours. Yeah, and I'm ready for some more. Yeah, and I've been reading. What's up, Kevin Hill? Not much, Tuner. How are you doing today? Uh, well, I heard a rumor about you. I was expecting you to look a little bit differently when we opened up. I heard you got something nice in the mail. We did, yes. We what? got some swag. Oh. It's always great to have some swag, isn't it? It is great. So what do you got going on there? That's a, that's a hat. How did you come across the hat? We have this hat here, and then we have some styles here. If the guys can cut to, to that, and they're all compliments. They're samples from Carter Sharp. And he's the promo, uh, I'm sorry, he's promo mogul at Gator Garb up in Minnesota. He's been around since 1997. He's a viewer every week of Put That Coffee Down, and he sent us some samples. Yeah, you got to love the hustle. You got to <laughs> love the imagination. And uh, we'll probably order some hats from him. And next time you got anyone out there is looking to uh, get some swag, get some branded corporate merchandise, Look up Carter Sharp on LinkedIn. Tyler Miller says looks good. And you know what? You can tell he's a listener of this because he's been persistent. He's contacted both of us on LinkedIn. He's shown us T-shirt designs. He's shown us hat mm-hmm. designs. We've been busy. We weren't, you know, we, the promo budget, we weren't doing, we had didn't do one yet for 2020. So we were like, yeah, I got to hold off. But he's like, you know what? In the meantime, I'm going to send you different samples and stuff. He keeps shaking the tree. And sometimes that's what you got to do, people. You got to do that. You got to be persistent. And Carter is persistent and he's, he's giving us great value here. Great things to, to choose from. And, you know, I think he's got one customer and us and probably many more out there who are, are watching the show today. I'm Dooner, that's Kevin Hill, and this month's Put That Coffee Down is sponsored by HubTech. HubTech just launched Tabby, a new task automation bot that helps you focus on what matters. To learn more, Kevin Hill, Go hubtech.com. But wait until after the show, please. All right, Kevin. <laughs> we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about something. We have a really unique guest today. This guy, Tyler Hillebrand, who he came on our radar because you came across a video of his where he went and contacted a client of his by making a very direct, very personalized video. And this is kind of his his bread and butter. And we've covered doing social videos. We've we've covered going broad on this show, but we haven't talked about making very narrow, focused videos to getting your foot in the door. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. It is exactly as Tyler Hildebrand and actually Joe Lynch from the Logistics of Logistics, Logistics of Logistics introduced me to him uh, a couple weeks ago and showed me some of his uh, videos that he sends to prospects. And this show really is all about being creative and getting your foot in the door on those hard-to-reach prospects or maybe those follow-ups from prospects or customers who aren't getting back to you. It's really finding a way to get a response, even if it's a no. Just getting a response and being memorable and very creative by doing that means that it's just no, not right now. A lot of these bid cycles, as you know, in freight, uh, it takes – you know, one year just to get them to recognize you, two years to even talk to you, and three years to even get on that list uh, to be able to even bid. And, you know, by being creative, being memorable, you can shorten that time distance down. And and a great sales video is, is if it's one thing, it is very memorable. A few quotes to start with. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men, and that is from the the wise sage, the Stan Duncan of candy, Willy Wonka himself. 
It is. And another quote is from Hey, James hey, hold Cameron. on a second. Hold on. You're supposed to ask me why I picked that one, Kevin. I picked that oh, one. Oh, sorry. I picked that one. Why, why did you pick Willy Wonka? I picked Willy Wonka because sometimes in business, especially our business, people think that everything, especially the marketing, has to be in a suit and a tie. And I'm glad we're seeing that rapidly change and we can be some part of the forefront of that. But it's OK to have some fun in freight. So let's effing do it. Let's do it. You know, a sense of humor is one of the most attractive qualities in any person. So why not show off your sense of humor, make people laugh, be memorable. As Will Rogers said, it's not my quote, but Will Rogers said, you only get one chance to, to make a first impression. So make it a good one. Uh, I do have one uh, from James Cameron, the mm. famous director, Terminator. Laura, pick up a camera, shoot something. No matter how small, no matter how cheesy, no matter whether your friends or, and or your sister star in it, put your name on it as a director. Now you're a director. Everything after that, you're just negotiating your budget and your fee. Yeah, true. Why'd you pick it? I, I picked it, uh, you know, uh, if you want to do a sales video, if you want to do something creative, just go do it. You're probably not going to be very good at it at first, like like anything else in life. But just start doing it. Get better at it. You'll keep getting better at it. And and before long, you'll be an expert at it. And it'll start working and paying off. Just start shooting sales videos or writing interesting things, generating content. And then everything else after that, as he says, is you're just negotiating your budget and your fee. You're just negotiating price and value and your product to your customers. Lisa Petty says, nice hat. Ray Roy says, Evan, do it. I like it. And Nick Dangle says, most fun wins. He's quoting the great Ryan Schreiber. Hey, let's do a little, a little, a little new segment, a little new segment here. When I come across some really bad branding, uh, I think it's worth freaking up. And this story is just mental, right, Kevin? It is mental. It's, a, it's amazing that it ever even happened. But you, you hear about these things from time to time, I suppose. Okay. Kevin, have you ever seeked vengeance against someone who has wronged you in an online comment section? I have not. Well, <laughs> that's what a number of eBay executives did. <laughs> According to court documents and the Boston Globe's Travis Anderson, get this story. We're going to crush this lady. One eBay executive texted another in April 2019, according to a criminal complaint filed in court in Boston that alleged a bizarre intimidation campaign against a native couple by the online juggernaut. Six former eBay employees are accused of harassing and cyber stalking this husband and wife team, sending a host of disturbing items that included, get this, fly larva, live spiders, a book on losing your spouse, a bloody pig mask, and more. Uh, they traveled to Massachusetts where they live. They surveilled the couple. They tried to uh, they they stop. They tried to make them stop publishing their newsletter and to hold it over. They tried to break in their garage and put a GPS tracking device on their car. Some executives allegedly sent private Twitter messages and public tweets criticizing the newsletter's content and threatening to visit the victims in Natick. That's from prosecutors. Uh, in a statement, eBay said uh, it it does not tolerate this kind of behavior. eBay apologizes to the attached individuals. And sorry that they were subjected to this, but that's crazy. Like, who would think eBay would come at you like that? I know eBay, right? It's six. It's just not one wild card out there. There's six executives who are <laughs> or at least are being memorable, right? They're, they're making a lasting impression. You know, I you send what was it, a bloody pig mask yes. and, and larva. You know, I mean, who who even dreams up this stuff? That I, that's 2020 for you, man. Although I think this happened in 2019, but it, I mean, it makes sense for it to come out in 2020. Uh, wow. And I read the blog too. And the comments were, they were criticizing the CEO of eBay at the time, but it was like, 
it was just a tech blog. Like, who gets mad at a comment section like that? I don't know. It was, it's, it's one hell of a thing, man. It is one hell of a thing. It's, 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 it's insane. I, I've never really... Uh, it, it's been a while since I've heard anything crazy like that. You know, corporate executives intimidating someone writing a newsletter. A <laughs> what, tech blog. <laughs> which company would you least like having to come after you with a, with a vengeance, Kevin? I... That's a very good question. I would think that, uh, well, like Amazon. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're pretty big. They could, be, yeah. Bezos could do uh, a little damage to you, right? Uh, he, he could, yes. Daniel Stanton, he says, a little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. He loves it, Dooner and Kevin Hill. A little nonsense, but not sending people cockroaches. Uh, Steve Ferreira says, content is king. By the way, go and download. If you go to Freightcast, you can listen to talking about branding. Steve Ferreira, he was at Freightwaves Live at home. That is now out on podcast players everywhere. His session, it dropped yesterday. So subscribe to Freightcast. Get every single Freightwaves podcast, including this one and Steve Ferreira's wonderful one. Will Harrod says, uh, you know, dial with a yeah. smile. Basically, Jonathan paints his humor is essential and frayed. He usually voicemails that I was the man jacked up in broccoli and keen to help. I got a lot of callbacks from that line. Wow. Yeah, I would want to hear about that broccoli. <laughs> uh, and Michael Nemey says, geez, someone give these executives a Xanax like relax. Yeah, we have to. Agree with you. But let's take it the other end. So we're not going to talk about eBay targeting you with videos and crazy harassment. We're going to talk about you targeting your potential customers with video and hopefully in a much nicer and uh, and positive tone than what was going on over there. Digital video marketing, guys, If I don't know if you know this, uh, it's a $135 billion industry according to Lemonlight. And I'm not even sure if that's according all, if that's, if that's accounting for all of the new content creators that have recently popped up on LinkedIn or doing a ton of video marketing on their own, that's kind of off the books kind of stuff. There's no way to really track the revenue that's being generated from that type of indirect marketing that a lot of you guys are doing, especially listeners of this show. I, I see Kevin. I see your videos all the time. We, we do all, all over LinkedIn. And there, there's a couple different categories uh, of videos. Uh, you have the, the videos uh, that kind of we do uh, or I do on LinkedIn, which is, uh, you know, a 30 second plug for the show. Uh, then you have the, the more storytelling that our guest Tyler will, will be coming out and, and we'll be playing a clip uh, of that. And we had Nick Francis uh, who wrote uh, the new fire and he does a uh, big corporate. He's probably part of that, that real 135 billion dollar industry he goes out and has corporate accounts and uh, storytelling from them and I, I forget which episode that was but it was a few weeks ago so if you haven't listened to that or watched that it's, it's a really interesting uh, episode as well where we dive into uh, storytelling a little bit on the corporate level for video and today we're going to delve into a sales rep on a floor and what they can do to be memorable and get their foot in the door Envision Creative, they made a, a prophecy. They said targeting segmented audiences. Another video marketing trend that they expected to see in 2020 is the rise of videos and messages that are targeted to specific audience groups. Messages will be customer first and ultra targeted. This will be the best, most effective use of video marketing and has already proven to increase engagement. And as Kevin mentioned, there's two, there, there's a number of different forms of video. There's the stuff that we do, which is sort of educational. It's content marketing, uh, like the freight coach. He does that all the time, right? He tells you a little bit mm -hmm. about a nugget in there or on our own end. We have stuff like freight forecast and they give you some information. That's not the type of videos we're talking about. We're talking about the ones where you go narrowest, but you are making, you're looking, you're looking at that customer in the eye, right? And you're telling them why they're good and why they need you, right? That's the we're talking about here yes it's more filmmaking right more than than you know the, the videos that, that we all do on, on linkedin where we're talking and, and sharing uh, you know 
expertise. This one is more compelling, not really more compelling, but more uh, emotional tied where you're talking about the prospect. Uh, you're making uh, humorous jabs a little bit at them and the sales process. And you're just really you're telling a narrative in 90 seconds that you're editing together. It's really fantastic stuff. Yet using video to connect with a prospect is so much more than just a cold call. It humanizes the selling process. And if you're doing it right, Kevin, you're not doing what a lot of reps do, which is just try and get through their dials. You know, they've done Mm -hmm. very limited research. They're just like, uh, these person are in a, in a category in this region. So I'm going to give very generic responses. This isn't that at all. This is forcing you to do some research, take some time. So with that said, you're going to have to, you're going to have to manage your time well on how you create these videos, who you decide to target with these videos, how you use them and how you make them specific. Our guest that's going to come on. He picked a big dog. He picks the big dogs to send these to like craft, right? Kevin. Mm-hmm. A lot like craft and, and, and basically, you know, he, he, I think he was getting 300 views at, at certain clients or certain prospects of his video. So even if they said no, that they're going to remember them, they're going to anticipate that the next cold video that he sends in to them, uh, it, it becomes almost like an event. And going back to like, like cold email, cold call, uh, the difference with video, there, there's now apps out there, and I've been testing one out, Drift Video, uh, that, that covers, you can send in, you can send really quick one-on-one direct messages through LinkedIn uh, with, with a short video. So it's, it's really becoming more revolutionized and, and more mainstream yeah. uh, to, to use videos as part, instead of, of calling and doing a voice call, just sending a, a quick video. Kevin, great marketing starts with great stories, but it's not always easy to pick up the phone on a cold call and all of a sudden start rattling off some story. But what is much easier to do is to make a video like the one we're going to show your guests. And the reason we'll, we'll highlight is that it's such a good example of what I'm talking about here, but it allows you it allows you to connect with someone and, and manipulate them in, in ways that you cannot do in a phone call because you can use music, you can use cuts, you can use visuals, and you can tell a story that they were not aware of, which I think is the coolest thing about it and what really separates it from being broad. Because broad is about a market or it's about a, a problem that an industry or a group of people faces. This is about a specific company or individual within the company. And it's a specific purpose, too. You're just getting your foot in the door. You want to bridge the gap to where you can pick up the phone or go to their offices or jump on a one-to-one video call with them and, and state your case uh, to, really, you know, to get your foot in the door. And, and that's the power of, of the storytelling angle of that where you're not uh, spouting off uh, facts and figures, but you're making an emotional connection that – that your prospect's going to enjoy, even if they say no, they're, they're going to enjoy it and remember you going forward. KC3 and Chris Jolly showed up. KC3 says, uh, I'm late, but I'm here. That's great. This is on demand. You can always go back on the Freightways TV app and watch this from the beginning, or you can listen to it on Freightcast. Yeah, so the nice thing about making these personalized videos, too, is it's because it's it's from you, the rep. It's not necessarily from the company. You're representing your company, but you don't have to you don't have to go out there and, and be James Cameron. You don't need a giant budget or a giant director. In fact, showing some of, of you, you as a person, you as a real sales rep, some of the behind the scenes. This is my home office. This is my kind of thing. I eat Heinz ketchup for lunch every day for my, my home office. That kind of thing. You can totally get away with that when you're doing personalized videos in this way. So don't think cost is some sort of barrier of entry and you don't need to do a ton of editing either. You don't, you don't have to be an expert behind, behind the camera. I, you know, and 
to, to, to be completely honest, I would have no idea how, how Tyler puts that together, right? He's been doing it for years. He's got a background in video, in art. Uh, so he's been, it's easy for him now because he's been doing it for, for so long. Uh, but if you sit down and you really want to do it, if you really want to be creative, if you really think that you can make money doing it, it shouldn't take too long to, to really figure it out. And I think I, I might, I might try to do it this next week as well is to, to, to do some, some kind of crazy 60, 90 second storytelling video that's uh, much different than the, the ones I post out on social media or what we do here. Wow. And here's some, you, you're a research guy. So here is some research I did. Here's a few facts and figures, right? 58% of consumers trust a brand with videos more than a brand without. Now just apply that to salespeople and companies looking to bring in sales reps. Including video in your email marketing increases click-through rates by 63%. So here's the video, especially if they can kind of tell it's personalized towards them, and they're going to get curious. They're going to hit play because it, it's compelling and people have egos, especially if you're highlighting them or their brand. They're gonna be like, well, what, what is, all right, I'll, what did this guy say to me? It's 90 seconds, right? I know, right? I, I, I can I can spend ninety seconds uh, listening to a pitch that where they're talking about me and my company and what we do. Uh, certainly, certainly can. And uh, you know, video is just is this evolution of consumable content. I, I don't know what's next after video, but video is the the uh, the, the creme de la creme, and then the internet's been been building out the bandwidth to to be able to to communicate via via video for for 25 30 years now and we're at that point where it's now cheap and easy and it's the the new communication mode and uh, as you said you know we all love tv we all love movies and you can you can connect in that way that uh those those forms of entertainment have have always connected with um with people since they were invented in the early 20th century kevin let me light this stick of dynamite Right? Because now you're blast fishing, man. Here's, here's, here's the real secret sauce. This is the end. Viewers retain 95% of the message when they watch it on video compared to only 10% when reading it in text. So think of that in your, your video marketing campaign versus your email marketing campaign. The only difference is it's harder to scale, right? Like that's, that's the big secret sauce there is how do you go about scaling all of these personalized videos without a huge team? You've got to be strategic. You do. You, you have to, to, like any other process, you have to have a foundation and then build off of that to, to where, you know, the, the recipe is, is basically similar for everything you do. And you just mix and match different pieces or different concepts and you, you go through it as quickly as possible. But and, and find out how to segment our audience that you can include multiple customers, maybe in one video. But just other things to, to really be creative. But yeah, it's, it's harder to do. I, I say it's harder to do than writing an, an email, but a, a well-written email, a sales email that's the short, sweet, succinct is, is very hard to do. And not, not too many people can do it very well. Matt Hennig said, do those hats come in XXL asking for a friend? You and me both, Matt. We, I got a melon on me, too. I, I don't know. I am seven and a half or seven and five eighths or some crap on this, this dome up here, Kevin. Um, or they're all adjustable. Uh, yeah, so there you go. One size fits all. Adjustable. Yeah, but big yeah. guys have all. Yeah, we've all big. Yeah. Everyone who's who's a little bit irregular in size has experienced the uh, the Pratt falls of one size fits all, Kevin. I definitely has. I have a, a my, my size is between a seven and an eighth and seven and a quarter. So wow. fitted hats, I, I'd never know if they're going to fit or not. Wow. Who shrunk your head, man? I got to go visit them. 
<laughs> focus on all right here's the thing so here's some video best practices right focus on one topic I, I've, I've seen some videos where people just like they try to go all over the place especially in 90 seconds they want to give like every feature they got and the problem is when you start doing that and the reason you want to stay focused is this gonna this is gonna teach you some good habits and that's to stop effing talking about yourself and your goddamn company and its features and solutions start talking to them about what they care about and that's themselves in their business what can you do for them not all these dumb features and you're showing off your your flashy logo. There's way too many videos like that. And it drives me nuts. Yeah. And there's a lot too many, uh, written content. Yeah. There's a lot of written content. That's the same way. It's it's the same principles of writing an email, writing marketing, copy, writing anything, any sales communications to your customers. It's the same art of storytelling and sales in the video as in the email. And there's a way too much, uh, throwing everything at the, the the kitchen sink and hope, or you know, everything in the k- kitchen sink, trying to to cover everything you do, all your features. You know, a, a good sales video, a good email, should should be a teaser. It, it should make people want to connect and take the the conversation further. You don't want to to you know lay all your cards down with that uh, video, email, any any type of marketing copy because then you know. What was, you know, if the customer has all the or the prospect has all the information, uh, why should they respond? Mark Hurwitz, you know, especially if if they're unclear about something. Mark Hurwitz says, "Remember, it's not about your product or service; it's about what it can do for them." Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's here's the thing. This is so HubSpot released some data, a little more research for you. And this is uh, this is just telling you to keep your video short. People have short attention spans, which is why shorter videos have higher conversion rates. They looked on on several different platforms, and they looked at the the listening time or the viewing time that people had. So here is what they say is ideal length. I don't 100 percent agree, but they said Twitter should be no longer than 30 seconds. I think you can get away with 60 or 90 on Twitter just fine. Instagram should be somewhere between 26 to 30 seconds. I mean, maybe they have the data. I don't. I still think that maybe 60. You could probably go up to 90 if the content is there. Uh, maybe 60 is good to shoot for if you're making these sales ones and you feel like you're rambling too much. Uh, one minute. Facebook should be one minute and YouTube should be about two minutes, which that one. I don't know. I, I don't watch many two minute YouTube videos. Actually, I skip over the two minute ones, Kevin. Do you really? Why, why do you skip over two minutes? Because I don't want to watch a two minute video. I, I, like, well, I need something a little longer because the second I've watched okay. a two minute video, I have to watch something else right afterwards. Like when I'm in YouTube yeah. mode, you know, I, I do most of my TV watching. Your style too. My style? Yeah. Uh, my steez? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your, your style. Uh, they, they didn't do one on LinkedIn though, right? No, they didn't. I don't, know, I don't know if HubSpot has enough data there or there's no, uh, there's no API. Uh, let's so, see. Uh, you want to put a call to well, action. I would you want to put a call to action at the, at the end of your video. If your viewers want to take action, let them know what they should do next. Um, let's see. It's it's just about 1225, right? So in summary, start with your video goals. Find your target audience. Figure out what story you want to tell. Keep, you know, creative requirements in line. That's that's your, your ability to scale these things, how long and how much time you're going to invest in them. Content creation, if you guys haven't done it yet, it's uh, it's work. It's a, it's a full-time job. It takes a lot of time to make all this stuff. Um, stick to your timeline. Maintain a realistic budget. Uh, and I don't know. Then we'll talk about some other ways to get in the door. But should we dial out to our guest, Kevin? We should, yes. Let's call up Mark Hildebrand. Oh, let's do it. Uh, give us a little, uh, there we go, a little uh, inspirational music. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is in. Ignition sequence starts. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. 
morning. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, Tyler. Thanks for joining us on the show, man. What's going on, guys? <laughs> We're happy to have you here. We've been talking you up. We've been talking all about the purpose of making targeted videos, much like the one we're going to play in just a second here. But uh, before okay. we get to that, right, we have to have you do your elevator pitch and introduce yourself. So you got about 30 seconds here, right? So tell us who you are and, and what you do. All right. I work at Reliable Transportation Solutions. Um, we are a mid-sized 3PL based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, assets and brokerage, more brokerage, um, focused on technology, working mostly in the food and beverage industry. And I'm just a guy who uh, slings freight. Um, you know, but I, what I try to do is use some of my past experiences, education, to find creative ways to connect uh, and partner with shippers, industry leaders, and um, people of all kinds. How's that? That's perfect. That's perfect. And we've, been, right. we, we've already kind of set the plate. We, we've warmed the stove for your video. So let's just roll the clip on that, and then we'll get into everything else afterwards. So video team, if you can play the tape, that'd be awesome. Roll it. I'm Tyler Hildebrand with Reliable Transportation Solutions. I know you have a lot of people asking to help with your freight per your automated email response. But what you don't have is the world's biggest Kraft Heinz fan on your team. It's important to be helpful during the holidays. That's why I'm always equipped with McCormick's. Every year my mom makes Thanksgiving dinner, and while she never actually asks for help, I like to come by and make sure everything's up to flavor before it's served. One thing I've learned over the years, the flavor on the label is just a suggestion. I like to go with my gut, try new things and blend them to see what works. Sometimes a pinch will do, sometimes it needs more. My favorite is the hamburger spice. That punches it up. But when that just isn't enough, some mustard always does the trick. It keeps the pets happy. He's been working really hard on the RFP. He's taking this seriously. Bella had a princess costume for Halloween, so. Most importantly, always keep the ax handy to stay fresh. Double pits the chest, he does the trick. Sure to snap into a Slim Jim every chance I get. It's always important to share with your bosses. I drink from a curry or a pot. I drink it at my house, out of my fridge, in the shower. I drink it in other countries, but I've only been to two. I drink it at the grocery store, at Target, at the airport, in the fall, at the mall. But there is nothing quite like Starbucks at the holidays. You will not find more committed service to your distribution. We'll get it done for you. <laughs> wow, man. Dr. Seuss, man. Dr. Wow. Seuss eating snakes <laughs> like a mongoose over here. Yeah, a little rhyme in there. That's right. He got more product in placement mall, in that yeah, than yeah. a Transformers movie. <laughs> and uh, and I'll tell you what that was. I mean, that, that was just a mashup of some uh, clips from different things um, pulled together and, and sort of a general idea without giving away too much formula. And I can go into that, but it uh, gives you a, a overview of maybe the approach that I take um, in a general sense. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Oh, and Chris Jolly, Chris Jolly, and, Chris Jolly and Stan Duncan and Michael Nemi all say this is great, as does uh, Jared Taylor. Great job. Uh, what do you got, Kevin? Cool. Yeah, I was just going to ask uh, Tyler to, to kind of explain his background and his background in film and art and how he got into freight brokerage to begin with. Yeah, so I, um, you know, I've I always been an artist. I mean, that's sort of what I did growing up and I went to college for it really because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't want to do math. I didn't, you know, 
And so I, I, uh, I became an illustrator, um, uh, started my own art gallery and did a lot of commercial artwork for different companies, um, uh, football uh, teams, colleges, um, NFL, things like that, magazines. Uh, and then I went on to graduate school because I wanted to be a professor. Um, and what I did in graduate school, it was sort of focused on marketing and things like that. But what I ended up doing was um, basically film for two years. So uh, in, when I say film, I'm talking about movies. Um, it, it, was, um, it was fun. Um, they're horrible movies. So they're probably out there somewhere. But I did a lot <laughs> of uh, short films. I uh, did a feature length film. Um, that we actually showed in a theater, uh, got a review from a film critic, a good review. Um, but, um, and then after that, I became a professor um, at a college focused on art, uh, went into the administrative side where I was doing um, the enrollment and fundraising, which is basically sales. Um, you know, and I had done sales as, um, at my art gallery and I ran it myself, you know, you just kind of have to figure that out at, at 23 years old. I didn't know what I was doing, but it's, it's, it's sales and, and, you know, everything sort of sales. Um, and, and a lot of what I did as an administrator with fundraising and enrollment I had to do with marketing. So, um, and I used some of that, the videos, uh, in the film experience, uh, that I learned, I, I utilized that and, uh, actually, worked with some guys in um, some 3PLs to kind of help them with marketing. And I knew some guys from high school that worked at Reliable Transportation Solutions um, where I work now, and they were doing really well. Um, so I had an opportunity to, to either move up in, uh, in, in my career at, at the college or um, I, I actually jumped ship and said, I'm going to go do this, this, whatever this is this freight beverage thing, just because I knew they were doing well, they were working hard, they were good guys. Um, but I thought I could figure it out. And so it was probably towards the end of 2018 where, um, I went over there, um, and started that. So I've been there, um, since probably the beginning of 2019 and, and been doing that ever since. Um, so that's sort of that in a nutshell. Hey, uh, uh Hey Tyler, yeah. like, like you, man, I'm also a, an art school, an art school yeah. brat who ended up getting trapped in this world of of right. freight. I want to run something by you though, because you probably look at a lot of marketing and stuff the same way you would yeah. with an art school mind, which is which is storytelling. Well, Lemon Light they had four elements of a great video, and I'm and I'm going to see if we can apply these to uh, to your methodology and other methodologies that other ones can use. So when you're making a story, you need a protagonist with a goal, you need a conflict, a quest, and a resolution. So. For the purposes of a sales video like one of yours, this, this person should align with your, your target demographic. So in your craft video, you are the protagonist, right? You're the guy who, who likes craft. You want some sort of conflict in there or some sort of customer pain point or some sort of reason for the video to exist. You got to go on a quest and then you need some sort of resolution or call to action. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And really, it's, I mean, it, it is. What, what these are is um, short, short movies and they are a story. I mean, there is a narrative in there. so. You know, I'd be happy if anybody wants to see a, a one from beginning to end, I can show that. But there is almost an arc and sort of a resolution in there um, throughout the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I'm the protagonist and uh, doing goofy things, sometimes, you know, uh, putting ketchup on um, pancakes and, um, you know, all those kind of things. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just the same sort of structure that I've learned doing feature-length feature films, you know, two-hour film 
um, just condensed into, you know, a minute, a minute 30, maybe two minutes. Um, but it's all the same principles uh, from start to finish. Absolutely. He does paintings too, right, Kevin? Yeah, he, I, I, Tyler does does paintings. If the videos don't work, he he paints pictures uh, of products and, and sends it to, uh, to 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 prospects and customers. What's been the reaction from uh, you know kind of your open rate or your, your I guess it would be your your foot in the door rate, right? Your response rate uh, with videos and paintings and kind of your marketing and sales outreach. Yeah, and it really it depends on who I'm trying to reach. You know, I mean, I think there are certain. And this is all, this is all my experience. So I'm not, you know, I think different things work for different people, but you know, there's big companies that you just can't cold call, you know, I mean, or maybe you can, but it's just a lot harder. So what I can try to do is, is this is just, um, almost like a hail Mary. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't even know, I have no idea who the contact is, or maybe there's a million contacts up there. So I'll just shoot this, make some video, shoot it out. And, and hopefully I get some, generate some response. Now, usually I generate a response and what I can do is I can see how many people are watching it, you know? So, and I can't see who's watching it, but I can see that, that uptick of the number. And to me, that's sort of the reward. Now, sometimes I don't get a response for three months and they say, Hey, we, we loved your video that we want to participate. And so we want to talk to you further or whatever. Um, but I can see that they're watching that throughout the three months. So I know that somewhere in there, somebody, you know, whether they're watching it to make fun of me, which is okay too, or wh- whether they're passing it around the office and they like it. Um, it doesn't really matter. You know I mean? That's, that's sort of the reward. Um, and then, you know, just from like a creative, side, just like artists, you know, we're kind of, we just, we want some sort of, uh, you know, recognition or some kind of weird, it's almost a weird desperate thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what, and and uh, just to get any sort of response that that makes it worth it. Now, if it goes further than that, and then and then you know there's a meeting set up or, or it gets us on the RFP or whatever that may be, um, that's even better. And, and sometimes you don't know, you know, there might be um, there might be a response a year down the road. You know, a lot of these a lot of these are like a year cycles. Um, but for me, the whole purpose of this, these videos is to get noticed, to make some sort of connection. And then there's a whole bunch of things that go along with that, but, um, it's, it's to open the door or get a chink in the armor where, um, it's, uh, some places where it's a lot more difficult if you're just shooting an email or doing a cold call or, you know, something that a million other people are doing every day. Hey, Tyler, you opened the door to the inspiration of Erin Sweetax. She says, I'm not a cold caller. So taking an artistic approach is something I can definitely do. Thanks for the inspiration, Tyler. I know Kevin doesn't like fine art, but I do. So if if, uh, if you guys can bring up he, uh, the paintings, we have a couple of those I think we can display. Sure. For the audio listeners, there's two of them here. There's one that is pretty obvious who this is intended for. It's uh, it's Heinz ketchup and Kraft macaroni and cheese. Very Andy Warholian. And then the other one, though, is a cow with a flower on its head. Who is that for? Um, that's for, I don't know if I want to give it away, but that's for somebody who might be, may or may not be involved with cows. Chick fil A? Green cows. Uh, green so cows. you can, yeah, some maybe, you know, maybe it's, uh, 
maybe it's a plant-based thing who knows you know but um it's uh it, and it's ah. all um but you know when i want to you know with these videos the, the one that i showed you the, the mashup um they don't al- always work you know i mean I would say, you know, you're asking about the, the rates or the response rates. Um, if I send out maybe, let's say I send out six videos or something like that, and I can't do a ton of them just because, it, you know, it takes a little bit of time and, and I, um, you know, it, it's pretty specific. But if I send out six, let's say in a month or so, I might get a response from half of those um, d- directly, you know, in- instantly. And then maybe two of those turn into something and maybe one of them actually becomes um, a customer. Uh, and even then, you know, if it's a bigger company, that, that might take a year to build that, build that relationship and build the trust and, until it becomes a true partnership. Um, so this is really just, just to get the foot in the door, to get a reaction. Um, and then there's a whole lot of other things that have to play in there mm-hmm. to, to make something happen, you know, and there's, there's times where somebody would love the video, but they're like, we just, you know, it just, we can't, it doesn't fit. Like we, you know, we're, we're not bringing on people or we're shrinking our base or, you know, those kind of things happen, especially right now. Yeah, let's let's get into some of the other things that we talked about up on the the survey, right? We yeah. did a survey. We sent it out to the audience. Uh, we asked. You guys answered. Here are some other ways, and I'm sure we've all tried some of these methods before video, but the first question was, what ways beyond phones and email have you used to target prospects? And then we, I mean, we sent this out on LinkedIn, so 90% were, uh, were of people who replied said LinkedIn. You had 50, only 50, this made Kevin very mad. 50% only did handwritten notes. Uh, donuts was 30%. A custom video was around 30%. A custom audio, geez, only 15%. Nobody did a singing telegram. Uh, nobody did a painting for a company, so you didn't take the survey. And then there were, there were some no. others. <laughs> Kevin, you want to take us through some of these others? Some of the others? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, customized coffee mugs being one. Uh, this is the most confusing here because <laughs> I, I don't even know how to read it. Uh, flowers, especially if it's a man. A woman, cake. Is he saying that you bring, like, if you're a guy, you give, are you giving the guy client flowers and the woman a cake? Or if you're a guy sales guy, are you supposed to, what does that mean? Because that can be taken, I, I would not recommend doing that. That can be taken the wrong way in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no idea. We, we've been talking about it all morning. I have, the, 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 the strangest, I, I, I think that's the strangest, but the, the, the I guess the weirdest is, is send a piece of pizza from the worst place in town saying it's from a competitor. <laughs> then I sent a pizza from the best place in town from me. Better pizza, better broker. Oh, my God. That was those eBay that's executives, dirty. probably. They <laughs> were <laughs> trying to land a new account. They, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. So, so if, you, if, you, if you wrote that comment, please just DM me because I, I really want to know who you are. We're going to make you a guest. You can come I, I wanna, on the show. I want to have this conversation. Open invitation, right, Kevin? <laughs> uh, open invitation. <laughs> Hey, uh, for for you, just real quick before we move on to the yeah. the next one. Um, aside from video, which one of these have you tried? What other unorthodox methods aside from the painting and the video? I love notes. I mean, I do notes all the time. And uh, you know, I, I, what I always try to think about because I, you know, uh, uh, as a administrator, 
um, I would get cold calls all the time from, you know, different technology platforms, whatever, whatever it might be. Um, and I've always had a soft spot for sales. I mean, I don't know if I'm a sucker or whatever it is, but I love good sales guys. And if they did something, even just a handwritten note means so much, you know what I mean? Just, um, it's just more personal. And, um, that always stood out to me. I always, I always saved them and I always tried to figure out a way to, to make something work if we could, you know, if we, if, if we needed the service, um, and, and they went above and beyond anybody else, um, they deserved it in, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, handwritten notes, I, you know, and, and maybe those two paintings that you see are big paintings and frames. They don't all, all have to be like that. You know, I, I do a lot of little, maybe little drawings on notes. I think that's just as effective. Um, you know, and if you're not an artist, there's a, there's a lot of different things that you can do that, that are personal and, and, you know, and whatever. But, uh, I've done pizza. I usually, I do the, the food oh, he and did things the pizza. like that for customers. Kevin, he yeah, just no, admitted I, it. I've never, no, that's good. Oh. I don't, <laughs> a pizza pizza. Anybody likes pizza. I don't know bad pizza really. That's a, before the show, yeah, before the know, show, man. Kevin, before the show, Kevin was telling me he, and we were discussing the pizza and we were like, this could really backfire because like a lot of Americans love like national chain pizza, like Domino's. So if you're saying that as yeah, like the worst I'm pizza place that. in town and no, you're also and you're saying like the New York pizza, you might get like you might that might show up at Tyler's and he's like, Domino's my favorite. He's like, why are you sending me this yeah, gourmet Domino's trash, like, yeah. man? And, and really the, yeah. the, the first pizza that arrives could be the favorite no matter what, because you're hungry. And then the second Absolutely. pizza is just overkill. Yeah, that doesn't a, even matter where it's flawed. from. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know they if he sends it the same day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a lot of. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. Well, the next question was, and this is uh, this is one that says, how how have you ever thought about creating a two or three minute video story to get the attention of a hard to reach prospect? Seventy four percent said yes. So if you're listening right now, you're in the comments on LinkedIn. Uh, tell us about that because I, I some of you guys are bound to have answered. So I'm curious what videos you made. More than happy to sh- to share them. Let, link us to them when we post this out. More than happy to look at them. Twenty six percent said no. Hopefully that's a lot less after this episode. The next question was, when you prospect, how much of your video, email, phone pitch, etc., is about the prospect rather than your company? And I think one of the reasons Kevin and I loved your video so much was it was almost entirely about the, the prospect and how their product integrates in their life and uh, by proxy, how you may be able to integrate into theirs. So nobody put 0% about the, the prospect. 10, what was it, Kevin? Uh, the unders were like 25% and we had 15%. So, you know. Yeah, about a 60-40 split between 50% or more uh, about the prospect. And, and that's probably a little bit inflated, too, just because we were talking about earlier dinner and and people wanting to just you know talk about your, your company and all your features and, and, and all of that that you find in what they call manufacturer's copy instead of just focusing on what, what Tyler does, focusing completely on – the, the customer and their products and how much he loves their, their products. And, you know, being a fan uh, of the, the customer really goes a long way. Right, Tyler? Tyler, I have yeah, a question right. for you. Yeah. How do you decide? Because it takes time to make these videos. How do you decide to go after a craft? Or how do you pick the client that you're going to spend a little extra time and go that extra mile to make these videos? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I, I have to like the product to some extent, you know, and um, I do my research. You know, and I, and I see if they're if I think that they can use our services, and if we can uh, partner, if we can help them out, um, and, and um, you know, so that that's the start. I think is doing the research, and you know, we have extensive kind of history, and you know, there's all different ways to do that. But 
Kevin, I think what you said is, is um, kind of key there is um, you want to be a fan, but you also really the point is to make make you a fan. You make them a fan of you. You know what I mean? So that's always mm-hmm. that's, that's yep. always the, the end result is um, you want to connect with them. Um, you want them to root for you. So when when I and that's what I've seen when. Um, when it has turned into a customer and it has turned into, um, you know, a partnership over time is they see this and, and they like the dedication and um, they think, okay, if we, if, if maybe he can put something together and take the time to do this in, in maybe a smart, interesting way, then, you know, he's probably going to do a good job. We're going to give him a chance to, to manage our freight, you know? Um, so that's sort of the validation. And they become a fan of yours. So they want you to do good and they give you opportunities to do good. Um, and, and so that's really the key. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is be, getting becoming a fan. So Eric Serta says yeah. that he's a black rifle coffee guy just because of the commercials on YouTube. Matt Henning says, wow, this this is an old school joke. Matt Henning dating himself here and dating me because I know it. Matt Henning says, send Domino's with a custom label saying, I know that you're annoyed with freight problems and I can knock those down for you. You know what's funny? Domino's hasn't done that 30 minutes or less guarantee since 1993 and people still hammer them on Twitter for that. I'm prospecting Domino's and I, lo- I love them. So. <laughs> okay, so, just get that out there. May, I may or may not have done a Domino's video. So, yeah. <laughs> TJ Knudsen says, I um, found them on Facebook, found their favorite restaurant activity or place in their area and let them know. I'll be in town on a certain day at said restaurant or place and would love to stop by and chat. It gets their attention because they, yeah, you know, part of this stuff is social engineering. Hackers have been, been doing it all the time. A lot of hackers have better social engineering skills than they do computer skills. And if you got good social engineering skills, you can figure out a lot about people. It's about doing a little research on the person and with social media easier than ever right boys uh next slide was, yes. do you believe the more memorable your introduction is to a new prospect the more credibility you build with alt with alt which ultimately leads to a higher close rate i mean everyone kind of agreed with that one right mm-hmm. yeah i mean what was 100%. there 10 percent that said uh they don't know that five percent was like i don't even know they're probably not selling stuff too much stuff right now <laughs> and another five percent so they, they disagree uh this was a good one. I really like this this survey question here, Kevin. It was, are your videos broad and cover a segment or targeted at a specific company? And this was a pretty even split. 35% broad, 35% targeted, 29% both. In your opinion, Tyler, who's the winner out of those uh, those three corners of the pie? Out of what? What was that now? Broad, targeted, or both? Oh, I do, I do targeted. I mean, I've done broad. I just don't think that's as effective. For me, it's um, targeted. Um, but I've also done, and I've, and I listen to different things and sales guys and whatever. And, and I've tried, what I've tried before that t- does not work for me is just doing like sitting there with my phone, um, videoing myself with talking, giving some message and sending it over, you know, because mm-hmm. when I watch people just sit there and talk, it bores the hell out of me. And I, you know, that might, that might work for some people, but you know, what I try to do is stuff that I, I would like first, you know? Um, and I've done it and it does not work for me, but I hear people all the time say, you know, do this, follow up with a, a little video of yourself talking, da, da, da. Um, I mean, I think there's better ways to approach it. Maybe, maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't, you know, but for me, um, I, I have, you know, it's a little bit uncomfortable for me and it's uncomfortable to watch to be, to be frank. Um, but I also don't, you know, and there's some things that work better for other people. Like I don't usually, um, call, call, call every day and leave a voicemail, and, you know, I, but there are guys that do that. 
and it works. It works for them, you know. Um, so it's mm-hmm. just, I think it's just kind of, it's it's really up to the individual. And, and if it works, just keep doing it. I don't know, you know. But um, but for me, it's really kind of specific. I try to um, put an interesting spin, some time into it. Uh, you know, it might take. I might I might work uh, shoot just randomly on a video over a month. You know. Just, just with one product and just kind of as it, as it comes up or, you know, I'm out to dinner and here's the product or, you know, and then put it all together um, at the end of the month. And it doesn't take that much time if you think about it like that. And I just use my cell phone with everything. So, I mean, everything is just my cell phone. Wow. I'm fancy. Uh, we have time for one more question, Kevin. So, so uh, take it, take it away. Okay, so on the storytelling part, you do about 90 seconds on your video, and I know Dooner doesn't like anything under two minutes or no two-minute YouTube videos, but, but for the rest no, no, of us I, I'm here. talking about, like, watching videos. I, who, who sends someone a personalized <laughs> yeah, yeah. YouTube message, Kevin? I'm talking about when I sit down <laughs> and watch videos on my couch, because I don't really watch regular TV. I, like, I'm watching, like, Brightside or something like that. I, just gotta, I want at least, like, 11 minutes. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What's a tip that you that you would give anyone to to be able to tell a story in ninety seconds? Because it's only ninety seconds, but it is the hardest thing to do is condense. I think Mark Twain says, "I would have written a shorter letter, but I didn't have enough time." What's one tip you'd give us? I would say editing. I mean, I, I, I think you got to make it quick. So you can get a lot. You know, my videos are usually um, between a minute and a minute thirty, something like that. I always try to keep it at a minute. Sometimes it goes to a minute 30. I'm just like, you know what? They can, this is what it is. They can watch it. Um, but is, um, that, is that maybe like 30 or 45 minutes of, of film or, or, or of recordings uh, that you narrow down to 90 seconds? Yeah, or? Maybe. yeah it might be, it might be 20, you know, it might be even 10 minutes. And I just, I just take okay. little cuts out. Um, but I think, I think the key is making it quick, keeping their attention. Cause you know what? I mean, you know, the, you know, two minutes is long. I think two minutes is probably too long. Mm-hmm. But if you make something interesting, you have a and you're jumping around a lot, and, and you have a lot of uh, things going on in a minute thirty, it doesn't seem like a minute thirty. That keeps somebody's attention. Um, and uh, so that would be, you know, if you have some a, a guy sitting there talking for a minute thirty, I don't want to watch that. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's boring. But if um, but if you have a lot of shots, and and so what I do is I have a lot of shots. I, I just shoot a bunch of stuff, and this is the same thing with a. With a, with a feature-length film, you shoot a bunch of stuff, you cut it up, and you see what works, and you condense it down. You know, a feature-length film, who, I mean, that might be, you know, 80 hours of film for yeah, two gotta, hours. You, you got to storyboard that mm-hmm. stuff out, right? I mean, if you're going to make you it kind of complex, there's a lot of shots. It'll make your editing much easier, too, because you're going to kind of, I don't mean make a ton of, like, complex drawings like you see, like, in animation movies or when you're watching the behind-the-scenes on videos. But just having a general idea of the content flow that you want will really help guide you and help position and set up your shots and all that. Tyler, your videos are awesome, uh, but we're running out of time. we got to get to our book giveaway, and we got to do some shout-outs and all that stuff. So how do people shout-out to you after this, though? I LinkedIn. I think that's the best way. Yeah. Just hit me up on LinkedIn. And I, you know, and I'm, um, sometimes I'm slow to, to respond. Like you, I, I always see the, um, the surveys. I think I got three. I still got to do So I'm, I'm behind, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but like, I was just, I, you know, I'm booking freight. I'm doing that stuff. I just had to get off when you guys called in, I had to hang up on a, a driver that was, uh, you know, I, so that's, um, you got other stuff going on, but I think LinkedIn is the safest bet for sure. Cool stuff, man. Hey, thanks Sounds so great. much, and uh, and best of luck with uh, that cow account you're targeting, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, good. Thank you. Good stuff out of, out of Tyler. Kevin, you learned anything? Learned a lot. Learned a lot. You know, I, I kind of want to le- learn that craft. 
uh, to be able to, to tell a story. You know, I, I do 30 second videos. I think that's my comfort level and that's my attention span. And it's pretty small and and what I can execute uh, very quickly. But I, I would like to, to experiment around with with telling a story uh, like film or like like Tyler does and, and posting it out there. So that, that might be my next big project. John Buglino, he says that was an excellent discussion. Uh, Carter Sharp says go. Uh, Laura Zach says go Gators to Carter Sharp. And Carter Sharp, he's a big fan of those handwritten notes. He says when he gets them, he remembers them. Um, I like handwritten. But he sent me. He sent me one. So Carter sent me one a couple yeah. months ago. So he he's a big fan, and I'm a big fan too of handwritten notes. Yeah, it's nice to have something that's not spam in the mailbox. It it does take me like it. You know how he the way Tyler checks his LinkedIn notifications is about the way I check my mailbox. I check my mailbox like once every two weeks. I, I'm not expecting much yeah, in there. Same here. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of it unless 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 they don't put like the, a big Amazon box in the mailroom and they can fit it in the underneath thing and I know that it's there. Otherwise, I don't. I just don't check the damn thing. Kevin, talking about checking things, getting things in the mail. What about a book? Who's what book we are we giving away this week? Giving away power questions. It's 337 questions covering all situations in sales and life. And it's really about building up rapport, being memorable, getting your foot in the door, asking people great questions to, to further conversation. What was that book the eBay executive sent? Was it uh, how to how to cope with a losing uh, your spouse? It was like a really passive, like aggressive threat because it was a couple. We're not giving that one away. I, I, <laughs> we're not giving that one away. No. Yes. But it was very passive aggressive. It was it was crazy town. Crazy town. So who's who's winning this book, Dooner? 29. Who is number 29? 29, 29, 29, 29. Coming down the pike right now. It's Jamin Alvarez. Jamin Alvarez. Come up to the front of the line. You have won a book today. He's actually usually in the audience, so you get to hear him uh, all fangirling and and you know going like yeah. that. But not this time. He must be out. He must be busy. He's been making a lot of videos. He's been he's been all over the place lately. He has. He has. He's been making videos. Probably booking some freight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Randy Hudson, he's going to be doing so on, on what's it called? What the truck we've been doing. Um, play it forward. Right. We've been doing these these mm-hmm. play it forward things where people play instruments. And uh, one of our former guests, Trey Griggs, he was one of the people who kind of started it. It was uh, I mean, the cowbell brought it in. And then Lance Healy started doing it. And then a lot of people started saying it. So I formally started introducing people who want to come on, play us a few clip, have a little fun on what the truck. And Randy Hudson's one of those guys who's going to be doing it pretty soon. He said, thanks for the the great info. We have to keep learning and challenging to communicate the way our prospects want to receive it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with him. Mm-hmm. We got yep. some shout outs. What, what instrument does, does Randy play? Uh, Randy, what are you going to be playing for us on What the Truck, man? Let, let us know in the, the comment section. I'm, uh, I'm very excited. He, I, think I heard he, Stan Duncan playing the, the drums or the, 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 the what's he playing on Friday? Uh, Stan, Stan. Well, Stan Duncan, he already was on. He was last Friday. He played a cajon. Yeah, the cajon. Yeah, okay. it's like a box, that, like a wooden box that you hit. I'll take your word for that. Wow. And, and then Matt Henningsen, he makes sense, really stuff, really crazy stuff out. Look them up in the news. Yes. Yeah, Matt, that was at the beginning of the show. We were talking about uh, that on here. In the, and actually a town that was right near where uh, I grew up in Massachusetts. I didn't grow up exactly in, the, in that area, but right by it. Very familiar. A few shout outs. Nick Roth, he says, uh, great topic. Excited for this one. He's director at Traffics Detroit. Chris Jolly, looking forward to tomorrow. He's in the comments right now. The freight coach talking about people making videos. He makes a ton of them these days. Renee Christopher said, uh, well, that was pleasant. She took the survey. She was, I guess she's saying it was, it was kind of painless. Adam Robinson, director of product marketing at Turvo, good friend of ours. He said, excited to hear this one. It's tough to go and be memorable. I don't think there's any shortcut to this, but it's 
but it has to start with listening, learning, and intentional work to add value. So it's just putting that effort in too. So listening to stuff like this, listen to guys like Tyler, looking at what other people are do. Be, be two ways when you're on social media with the information you're taking in and putting out. Keep learning from your peers and seeing what people do well. If you see a lot of likes and comments and engagement on something, see what, see what they're doing, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Basically, always be learning, always be pushing yourself, always be learning new ways to go out and prospect because that's the, you know, as as we discussed last week, your your attitude and your activity are the only things you control as a salesperson. So focus on the activity, get better and better at it. Kevin, I think I, I think I missed a, a part here. What is the next book? You might have. <laughs> I, I gave this away. <laughs> I've already given this away, but but you can't give this book away enough. It's Dale Carnegie's classic, How to Win Friends and Influence People yep. in the Digital Age. Oh. It's updated, and it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with what we're talking about, making great first impressions, being memorable. <laughs> like like Tyler said, you know, uh, might not get a response, but people are viewing his videos, and he's putting himself in, in into situations where he can get lucky. Hudson's bringing the axe with him. He's playing guitar on the air. Michael Vincent's bringing his bass. And by the way, Nicole Barrett, she said, in the short time that I've known you, I have seen such an amazing evolution. Keep up the great work, Kevin. She loves your videos. If you want to see more of our stuff, at Timothy Dooner, that's D-O-O-N-E-R, on the Twitter or on LinkedIn, continue the conversation with us. You can find that gentleman right at Kevin Hill. No, you're, what is your, yes. do you, are you not on Twitter that much? Your, your Twitter game needs some I, work. I'm not really, I, I'm not really on Twitter. I just focus on LinkedIn. Your LinkedIn game, yeah. You want this show subscribed to, you can subscribe to Put That Coffee Down on your favorite podcast player or subscribe to Freightcast. Get every single Freightways podcast, including What the Truck with Hudson playing his axe over there and, and, and Stan Duncan playing his cajone, right? <laughs> and, oh, yes. and that, and that thing for Freightways Live with Steve Ferreira on his branding, which is, which is out now too. Pop that in your cassette deck. I don't know. Remember those things you used to yeah. stick with the cassette deck converter with your disc man with the anti-skip? Oh, yeah. 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 You have your, your, your portable <laughs> CD player? Of course. Yeah. I remember those days. All right, man. I think we're getting close to wrapping it up here. I want to thank everybody who joined us today. It's been a wonderful time. Glad to bring you into the second half of the week. Go kick some ass, baby. And final yes, words, Kevin? <laughs> it's time to close some deals right now. Boom. Boom. Be safe out there. Close those deals. Eat those contracts. <laughs> <laughs>